Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Katie Huff, and you're listening to Setting Yourself Free podcast, where we are encouraging people to be set free from whatever is holding you back from being, doing, and having all that you were created to be. This is episode 21 with Miss Marlene Presser, and I'm excited to share with you all her exciting story in regards to setting herself free. And so before we start, I want you to know where you can follow this podcast by going to www.katy-huff.com to learn more about my book, coaching courses and retreats. Follow Katie Huff Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more encouragement and stay up to date on all things happening with Katie Huff Ministries. So here we are blessed to have Marlene Presser my dear friend, so tell me and share with our guests, what have you set yourself free from? Childhood trauma. Okay. And that uh, I realize can be pretty much anything. We all have childhood trauma of some sort, um, but some people have a more severe childhood trauma or young adult trauma than others. True. And everyone's um, feelings matter and everyone um, absorbs and handles things differently. That's right. And so let me ask you this. Can you share a little bit more about what childhood trauma looked like for you? Um, <clears throat> as a young child, my parents were divorced when I was like an infant. I say under three and my mom unfortunately had now looking back, it was a fortunate thing, but at the time it probably wasn't for her. She had five kids before she was 21. Mm. She was married to a longshoreman and um, a drinker. He drank and she was left, you know, with, at that time when I was little, you know, myself and my brother, my brother's 10 months younger than me for days because he would go on these drinking binges and stuff. But I don't remember too much of that, but her uh, choice of that lifestyle just accelerated as life went on, time went on, more kids, more responsibilities, a different husband, and she still drank and um, my stepdad, uh, was not really a drinker, but he got involved in motorcycle gangs and drugs and the combination of drinking, drugging. And they raised by this time now, seven kids. I have five brothers and a little sister. And, um, it wasn't until I left home when I was 17, um, to get married to my husband who was an alcoholic. Mm. Um, that was familiar and comfortable, you know, but it wasn't until that time when I realized the impact and started to really focus on uh, when I chose to leave to get married to my uh, husband, that I loved him. I used him for an escape to get away from the ongoing abuse of multiple people day and night coming in, camping out, men, women, drugs, gangs, shootings. I mean, it was intense. 
Mm. Um, multiple people molesting my sister and I, probably my brothers too. I don't know that. Um, I sense of I only have one brother left, and I've never asked him. Um, but you know, being abused by my parents, um, and allowing that is abuse. Mm. Also, being sexually abused by my dad, my stepdad, um, and not having any engagement with my biological dad because he was already you know pretty much gone too so just a lot of weird trauma in how you cope with it you know so then when I married my husband it was like oh I'm free well I wasn't really free you know I put on another hat a different mask and had three kids of my own but in that whole journey of having my own children, I never allowed them to have a relationship with their grandparents, really. Um, it was only a superficial relationship. They never got to spend the night. They never got to go do childhood things because of fear I had. You know, I didn't want them to be exposed to the craziness. So anyways in 2021 2021 i just started working on i had got i thought you know as we all think oh i'm good i'm good you know i'm good but um i remarried divorced my husband that was terrible the first husband remarried the second husband and he served me with divorce papers and that was in 2000, October 2020. And when that happened, my world came crashing down and it was okay. I thought I had healed from a lot of stuff, but it's back in my face. And I guess I got to go on and move forward. And what does that look like? What do I want? How's it going to change my life? You know, and <clears throat> my kids, adults now, I didn't realize that I was broken because I only, you know, seen myself as being perfect, <laughs> but they seen me as being broken too. So our relationship kind of went to the wayside too. Um, not that we never not spoke to each other. It just was not the same. And so how it's been a journey of how am I healing myself? Cause I have to heal myself first. Um, I realized that I have to get rid of all of the anger, the frustration. So I started journaling in 2020. And then the first three months of my being served the divorce papers in my crash, I journaled 12 journal books. Yeah. And I started from when I was as young as I could possibly um, remember up to current and I wrote a lot of not nice things in there. I wrote everything. I wrote as much that came to my brain, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. And it really did set me free in a lot of ways. And I still really think that that's, you know, an important part of the cleansing mm. because we carry all that stuff in our head and it doesn't allow any good to come in. It's kind of like we're stuck on that broken record and it's just playing and playing and playing and it can't get over the hump to get out of that groove, you know, right. but um, so, you know, just 
journaling and finding, trying to figure out spiritually, where am I? Who am I? You know, who do I believe? What do I believe? Because I don't know, because I, that's not a part of my life. That wasn't part of my upbringing, you know? So that too has been um, another interesting part, but I do know that I always want to uh, continue to learn. I want to continue my spirituality growth. And I really don't, I can't say I don't believe in God. I can't say that I don't believe in angels. Um, you know, the universe, the creators, I mean, we're here for a purpose. And I know that. And I, I am figuring out what my purpose is and what my passions are. And that's a fun, exciting thing because in my journaling, I write down stuff and then I go back a couple of days and I'm like, wait a second, you know, wait, what about this? You know, cause I want to play like a kid. I want people to have toys and I want to share my toys. And, and so not ever really being a child and having a childhood because I was the oldest, um, that's really been I take things way too serious, way too serious. Mm. You know, there's no uh, fun life. There's no spontaneous fun, you know, like go jump in a mud puddle or something, you know, but I love gardening. And so that's what I try to do as much as possible. Go work out my yard and just be with mother nature. And it's mental therapy for me, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a, a very great creative outlet to get grounded in whatever is going on and obviously heal from the past uh, and obviously know that, I mean, I know that I know that there, you know, for me personally, that there is a God in heaven that has a plan and it's perfect and it's right on time and he's never early, but he's never late. And, um, he definitely has a plan for you and he never leaves us or forsakes us. And, and it even says in his word that there will be trials and tribulations, but he has overcome the world. So a lot of times we for, forget that, um, that we should be having this panacea of a life, which is just perfect. But in all reality, <clears throat> excuse me, I always say that there was only one perfect person in my mind that walked this earth. And that was, that was Jesus. And that was God. And none of us mm -hmm. will be perfect, but but he, it, he never leaves us even in those very, very hard, hard times. Um, because I can only imagine what it would have been like had he not been beside my side in so many things that I went through. Um, I know I wouldn't be where I am today had I not realized that, you know, I wasn't walking alone. And so how have you seen, um, God moving in your life or, or where you've been set free from, from even what you went through in your childhood. And then of course, getting married and, and and that's pretty common that you you duplicate what you learn when you're growing up. The old saying, you know, children learn what they live. There's really some truth to that. Um, not really some, but a whole lot of truth. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. but the yes. good thing was I never turned out to be an alcoholic and I was not a drug addict. And um, in this whole journey of, you know, just 
five years ago, I buried my ex-husband with my children from alcoholism and realized that I have a sibling and a sister left of my entire family, wow. cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents, everything. And all of them, I wrote a family tree out once of they've all died from alcoholism or drug abuse. So for me to um, even dabble in that is very scary. And, you know, I have to remind myself on a regular basis when I, you know, want to have three or four glasses of wine because I feel like I deserve it. Whoa, wait, stop and think here, girl. You know, right. do you really need that? But um, setting me free was I have a fantastic relationship now with my husband. I learned something that I never had in that. And I'm still learning. Don't get me wrong. I don't have it uh, perfected yet, but hopefully soon. Um, boundaries mm. um, and what boundaries entail, because I just think of, you know, well, you can't go cheat or whatever on a game. Well, that's true. But the bottom line is if you don't set boundaries, you're only cheating yourself in so many ways. Mm -hmm. um, so I have learned that and I'm still learning that as time goes on. Um, like I said, I have a really, really good uh, relationship with my husband. We talk about everything, which is really good. And um, I, you know, if he wants to go somewhere or do something himself, I have complete trust. I didn't have trust because I that broke that trust was always broken. So I have trust. I know what to expect. I know that if I ask him something, he's gonna, you know, tell me, and I might not like it. But it's, you know, some things are uh, have to be on me, and I have to take responsibility. So, you know, learning that too. I mean. It's an ongoing learning thing every day, but every day I at least try to, you know, write a paragraph in my journal and um, I do meditation, which I've never done before. So I'm learning, but there's all kinds of meditation and you don't have to think that you know everything because we don't and everything resonates with a different person in a different time in a different place. Um, I told Katie that I have been working on since this whole thing, uh, with my future now husband <clears throat> on a really, some really cool humanitarian projects. And I've been working on that. Um, I changed my American status to be American national, not under the corporation, but under on the land and soil to be a true American. And that was kind of an interesting thing, too, because I felt like I was going back into time when I signed those papers that um, I was a pilgrim woman. I was coming for the first time to the land. So that was fun. Um, and that was just for me. You know, nobody else that I knew did it. That was my choice. I worked on that. I really did some research. I spent time just for me. So that was a huge deal and a huge decision, you know, um, that's so it. What, so what advice would you give to someone in a similar place that has had such a, a broken childhood, 
and even first marriage and trying not to, you know, they say the experts that if you don't learn from those types of things, they can rear their ugly heads and be repetitive, obviously going forward. And so uh, what advice would you give someone who may be going through something like as traumatic as what you went through as a child and um, what tools or suggestions would you suggest? I mean, mine's always pray, pause until you have peace. You know, it's always the three piece you pray and you are asking for direction because God knows that I don't have the answers, but I know he does because he has a perfect plan for all of us. Right. Well, I think asking, you know, the universe, your God, your whatever, you know, because if you don't creator, I think that you have to ask someone and, you know, in your time of desperation, you're just like, please, God, universe, creator, whoever you are, please, I need your help. And, and I think that asking for that is a huge thing and not assuming that, you know, they're here to rescue us. But if we don't ask and surrender and say, okay, I will, you know, listen to whatever I have to listen to, including myself and, um, seek out some good coaches. And if you have a counselor or a coach or whatever, um, really, don't just go there to, you know, share your story. You got to go there to do the work. And if you're not willing to do the work, you're going to be in the same situation. And I had a, a counselor that I had been going to. I actually had two coaches and a counselor and I had been going going to this uh, counselor and it was, we do it on zoom cause it was during COVID. And I finally got to the place where I said, Cynthia, you know, I love you and you have gotten me through where I, you know, needed to be in this point in time in this whole process, but I'm further along than what you have to offer me. Hmm. It's time for me to move on. And I had to seek out another coach. And so, um, and I wanted one, I needed one that could help me ground myself and be strong just in myself. But at the same time, I was needing someone that could help me through a relationship. And what did that look like? And shit, it was, you know, I was on Zoom calls four days a week for two hours a day between coaches ongoing. And then in the nighttime, I I was by myself. So I just journaled and prayed and asked myself, what, what the heck do you want? You know? Mm-hmm. And really I want, I never felt, I didn't know what joy felt like, you know, I didn't realize that joy is going outside and working in the dirt. Joy is what we like to do. Joy is hanging out with my friends. Joy is going shopping with a girlfriend and not even buying anything. You know, joy is being on Zoom with my grandbabies. But I didn't, I, I was so busy doing 
and not being mm-hmm. if that makes any sense oh yeah so oh, yeah i mean the there's my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures is lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So right. you need to sometimes get beyond yourself. Not even sometimes you need to get beyond yourself and know that you don't have to do this alone and that there is um, a, a God in my mind is Jesus is there to lead me. And mm-hmm. I don't have to have the strength because he's already been through all of, you know, what he went through to save all of us to be set free. And so I know that it's not up to my strength because I don't have the strength, but I definitely know where two or more are gathered. He's in the midst of it and his strength will make it strong for all of us. And um, so I am just thankful and grateful that we are on the, on a forward movement and you journaling has always been one of my go-tos as well. I always tell people that my family, when I pass, they will have the greatest bonfire of their life with all of the books <laughs> yeah. and journals that I have written since 1983. I and know. It definitely is one that you're going to want to just get your little hot dogs and your s'mores and enjoy <laughs> yeah. the, the fire of the moment. So, well, I appreciate your story. I appreciate you sharing um, and, and giving people some advice of how journaling was a huge thing for you and just um, finding joy even in the moment. And so I just want to thank you, Miss Marlene Presser, for being here and the, making sure that everyone knows to listen to this Setting Yourself Free podcast will be on www.katie-huff.com to learn more about the book, coaching courses and retreats, follow Katie Huff Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for more encouragement and stay up to date on all things happening with Katie Huff Ministries. So with that, thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you. Bless you too. And I appreciate you. Appreciate you too. God all bless right. you. Love you. Love Bye. you too. Bye. Hello, friends and family. This is Katie Huff with Katie Huff Ministries. The reason that I'm reaching out to you today is because I have had the incredible experience of using the MyPillow products. So what products are there? There's the pillow, of course. There's the sheets. There's the towels. And in fact, my puppy even has a dog bed. So I'm reaching out to you because I have the opportunity to help you to save a lot of money when you find these products to be such use for you and your family. So you can go to mystore.com slash unmasked is my promo code. So you're going to want to use my promo code to get those discounts or mypillow.com slash unmasked. That way you're going to get an incredible discount. You're going to enjoy the sheets, the pillows, the towels, and hopefully your, your little pet will enjoy the dog bed as well. Thank you.